Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Sarah Potter. Hello. We will once again be talking Ruby Volume 7 here uh, this week, Sparks, uh, Episode 5. Um, I think this episode should have been called the new normal, but you know, they'll call it what they call it. That's my episode proposal. <laughs> um, we talk Ruby every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes. I think I say the other one now. Podcatcher. Search for Ruby Overly Animated. Yeah, it's the same thing. And YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. Um, we spoilers for sparks and all previous episodes of ruby volume seven also check out our previous volume seven recaps interesting episode to get into this week so Haley, what did you think of sparks um i i think that this episode suffers from as we've talked about in the past the kind of mentality that the show seems to have that you'll just watch it all in one go rather than weekly even though they release it weekly because mm. i think this is an episode that would really benefit from being watched in sequence, like all in one go, I think it would fit a lot better. Um, whereas watching it weekly, it was like, okay, interesting things are happening. And there were some great moments, but there were also things that like, there wasn't a lot of resolution to things because it's setting up things in the future, you know? So it wasn't super satisfying in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I did like some of the reveals we got, like we met Robin. So that's fun. I like her, her uh, Huntress crew. Mm-hmm. I'm also like totally, still on board with the lamb being my insert character because they seem to also care about the satellite. So <laughs> it's logical. <laughs> so like, we need to find out what that is. Really like, talks. This episode, but, no, she has a voice actor though. She, does, she has a yeah. name. Yeah. Does she, say, yeah like, I know. She, I saw she's a, does she talk? Yeah. yeah she talks. And, she she one line. I know she, I know I saw that in the credits, yeah, but like, what did she say? She like said I, something yeah. to, to Robin. She was talking to Robin after they left. Like, Okay. Robin was asking yeah, it's not important. Okay. And then Robin yeah, like, it wasn't it was a dumb one off. It didn't matter. There's a lot of those that episode. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm totally on board with them. I want to know more about them. They seem really cool. Um and we got some uh, like a lot of shipping moments, which was great. Not a lot of payoff, but we'll see if that ever happens. Um yeah, and the whole uh like I think we already kind of all knew that the winter maiden was intended to be winter, like surprise her name is winter but uh it's nice to have that confirmed so yeah okay interesting interesting okay so interest Haley says interesting although uh maybe it doesn't work uh as as we're watching it weekly i think Uh, it'll it'll be either really good or really bad depending on the next couple episodes yeah and it's more yeah setting up stuff so we'll see that's that's fair uh sarah what do you think of sparks uh, I actually really liked this episode. I thought it moved really quickly, like in a good way, in a good like Ruby way. There was a, there was a new song inside inserted into the episode. Like I thought the montage really worked. I thought it was really snappy, and we got a lot of fun like just snapshots of the team. And it really felt like we were just we had. I think I said last week. I just want to see the, the group having fun interactions in their new as hunt hunter huntsmen and huntresses now and they had that this episode we had we saw a bunch of pairs together we saw blake and yang fighting we saw weiss and ruby fighting and we had a lot of like little gay moments through the episode we had like I, i'm not gonna list them all because i'm sure we're gonna talk as we go through the episode mm-hmm. but there were a lot of little gay moments through the episode and we even got a couple of callbacks to characters that i think 
like I'm not really like high on like the team funky stuff, but I know some people do, and I think that's fun that they're calling back to it. I also think it's fun that we got to see the Winter Maiden, and like I don't know, this this episode just had a lot in it, and it moved really quickly, and it didn't have as much of the annoying exposition that we usually get from Ruby in general. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a positive for this episode. Any episode with not too much exposition, a positive. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, um, I like this episode too. Uh, I think it's it's hard to evaluate it because it's just three vignettes strung together, and there's kind of no attempt made to make this work as its own weekly thing. I agree with Haley. Like, this is like, why is this its own? Like, they're trying to thematically tie it together with like sparks. Maybe I thought New Normal was the theme. Yeah. Like, there's like vague themes, but it's really just three things that they stitch together. Um, and so I did, like I don't like that in terms of like evaluating it as a whole unit, but people don't really care about that, and it's Ruby. So let's move on from so like each each individual thing. Exactly. Like you know, it's it's like all I can say is like you know disagree with how the show is is approached sometimes. Um, the in, in terms of like each individual thing, I think uh, it's it's good. I, I think uh, varying levels of success. It's probably like my second altogether, my second favorite behind episode three of the season. Um, the first vignette of with like here's where we are now with the montage and stuff um this is like what i want um from the show always but yeah. it was also like a tease because it's not going to be this it was just like three minutes of this and we see like little very s- tiny segments of what i wanted so like of course i enjoyed it but it's also just my primary reaction is not even enjoyment it's just frustration that this wasn't longer um so i don't know maybe i can never be pleased with ruby because this is what i wanted i'm not happy with it uh th- that's what the comments are gonna say the second one is the stuff with robin which was um I like the Penny and Ruby stuff better than kind of the Robin stuff itself, although that was nice with her to see. And then the Weiss Winter stuff is probably the strongest. Um, it's actually some strong dialogue in here. Um, surprising for the show. The Winter Maiden stuff was was good plot movement. Um, I hate the Jock stuff at the end, but it, it does, I think, actually tie together to um, okay. like the themes of that vignette. But um, don't like that. Th- and then there's a terrible line at the end. Um, well, I... I I agree that it moves in parts with, with Sarah, but there, I actually found that there were a few parts that were painfully slow this episode. Um, so I want to point those out as we get to them. Um, yeah. But I just want to say, how dare you complain about Jacques when this is the first episode with any of the Salem crew in it? Like, at least it's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. There's no sure. Terry in there for it's my favorite episode. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah this episode didn't end on a uh, line about cake, so I hate it. Uh, that's that's <laughs> it does again. Is that your criteria? No, <laughs> but this episode, uh, one the second week in a row, here's a terrible line ten episode. I think Father may have just provided the spark that will set this kingdom on fire. They're like, really it's, into naming the episode titles now. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a I, saying, but it's just I don't. Did, did you guys agree? I find this line terrible. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it, was awful. it was it was the same line that was in the in the the in episode eight of Star Wars, like about the, <laughs> the spark that will light the rebellion on fire or whatever. Like, it was like why are we copying? That's like the worst line in the movie. Why are we I guess I guess it is kind of a pun or saying spark and fire. I guess like that's yeah. kind of, yes. it's, it's just desensitized to it at this point. So I don't even realize it's like um, it's I frustrating. Like that escalated really fast too. They were like. 
like oh, flipping cars. Oh, and then like here's a guy who just who just threw it, and then the guy's flipping. Here's a guy okay. throws a trash can at the screen. Like I don't care about this guy. Feel, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna complain. To you. I'm, I'm gonna stop you guys there because like you can't complain about the show moving quickly when we're upset with it not moving quickly. Like, no, but that's like like, okay, like we're just skipping past all the all the dissent in the place. Like we want it. We're really mad. Yeah, at we're not. No, yes. we're not. We're afraid everyone just throwing crap. The thing all is, over we're the not skipping past true. it. We're absolutely gonna draw it out. So I don't believe you. I think that's the next few episodes, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's it's there's good stuff here. I continue to be underwhelmed by the season. Um, you know, maybe we can. You guys seem happy in general about some stuff, so maybe we can convince me. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm, the overall story, I'm kind of like, what? I, I just confused about what's happening. You know, and um, last season yeah. there were elements of that too, but their episodes were stronger, so it it was less noticeable. Whereas this season seems to be very focused on a story and i don't really know what it is because there's a lot of competing things you know they're like going somewhere like hmm. and doing like uh, last season had like a direction and this season we don't like they're making a thing but they're putting a satellite in the yeah. sky but there's also like this political situation and there's also like the ironwood distrust Election. and the jocks unrest and so like yeah they're trying yeah. to do a lot of things and we don't have a clear direction for the season yet still yeah. i think um, I, yeah, think the sat- I think the satellite is, is supposed to be the clear direction, but it hasn't latched on as yeah. much as... But, like, it wasn't clear from the first episode. From the first episode of season of season uh, six is that we knew where they were going to get to Atlas. We knew they were yeah. going to a city yeah. on a train, and that messed up, and then they had to walk there. Like, that was it. Like we knew stuff that will happen in the middle, one. but we'll end up there. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's yeah. inherently better storytelling to have a clear direction yeah. from the beginning and set to it. Mm-hmm. But it just definitely worked better last season than this is working yeah. so far. So I almost feel like it's better for Ruby to have simpler, clearer direction because the show we can, can easily overcomplicate itself. Yeah, like a, if yeah. we get because I think when I think it was better last season because we could focus more on the characters and the fight scenes and not worry about the plot as much because like that's not really what yeah. I'm here for with Ruby. I'm here for the, like we've talked about a lot characters and the fun fights and interactions between people. And if we get bogged down in, like all this politics stuff. If we're going to talk about Team Salem in politics, like we don't have as much time for Team Ruby just hanging out as much. Yeah. Um, I think I need to lower my expectations with Ruby. I think last season was bad because it was good. And now I expect Ruby to always be good and I should just have fun with it. I'm trying to think about like why I'm not enjoying it as much. I'm like, I need to stop. I need to stop expecting it to be as good as last season because, you know, we're doing what we're doing this season. It is what it is. like I, there's fun stuff this episode, but I'm totally yeah. Yeah, so let's, I don't let's know. Focus I, on I don't know because I really liked this episode. Okay, I, okay. I, I, Point I, out as we go, like what you're. What yeah, you're yeah. I'm really yeah. confused, honestly. Okay, let's go. Let's. There's a lot of fun stuff in the beginning. Yeah. So and well, I do, it's a fun stuff. Yeah, uh, it's just like five seconds each, which is my main complaint. But um, the, this first thing, this if this was this could have been a whole episode. This first five seconds, and I would have been very happy. With I it. thought it was. <laughs> I thought this was all we were doing, and then maybe a little Robin bit, you know, because no, no, she was yeah. in the photos but i did not expect it to only last for like a couple minutes yeah um so penny, great. yeah penny wakes up uh, i'm I, yeah penny wakes up team ruby and they're in their pjs and they're on their bunk beds and just just team ruby and pjs and not in fighting outfits is like already revolutionary for this show it's like is this season yep. two again uh yeah I, but and i'm i'm like no let's stop i don't want to go away from the scene um penny's like salutations and she has time to be huntresses ruby's very excited the rest of them are sleepy and then uh so i thought this was fun mm-hmm. you, and also uh yang drags blake out of the room that was, that was the, the that's that's next yeah they like they cut back to like the bed yeah um then there's okay then we have a song this is great you know parts of ruby i like songs 
fighting, character interactions, all three are in this first three minutes. Like, this is exactly what I want from the show. So, uh, Ironwood says, time to use the new normal in, uh, in, uh, the, in here. And, uh, she, Ironwood's like narrating what they're doing. It doesn't matter what he's saying. Someone always has to be talking in Ruby, usually a guy. Um, <laughs> despite the show yeah. mostly having female characters. That's my commentary. Um, the, uh, they, they have to protect the Amity Tower site. So we see Ruby and Weiss on like a mission fighting Grimm. Um, yep. that was my white rose scene. It was literally five seconds, maybe less. <laughs> Uh, Nora, give <laughs> the thumbs up. Thumbs okay, up. thumbs up. Uh, yeah. See if it's an emote. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Ru- Nora and no. Ren um, are on the perimeter of Mantle, protecting it. Um, mm-hmm. That was also a few a seconds. Wall that comes back up later. A wall. As a plot point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bumblebee is uh, fighting in a tunnel, and uh, one of the people we don't care about. Um, the, the wow, dog, Marrow. Marrow? Marrow, Mar- yeah. He's like, you guys always pair up. You shouldn't do that. And then they, like, kill him. And they're like, watch and this. Like, uh, eh, good good job. Uh, always. So I guess that's, like, shippy because they're always fighting together. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's kind of undermined by the fact that, like, the very next time we see them, Yeggs with Ruby and not Blake. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I mean, they switch it up, but... um. Yeah. This is what I wanted the whole episode to be, as discussed last week, is this Bumblebee mm-hmm. in the tunnel scene, right? Like yeah. This. And I thought it was after that scene. I was like, okay, but, here we like, go. This whole first, like, three minutes, it really feels like they're already together, but the show just doesn't yeah. want to say it for some reason. Um, yeah. yeah, let's get back to that in a second, because uh, there's another, as you mentioned, brief Bumblebee moment. Um, next scene is uh, Jim is helping uh, kids cross on the cross. He's a crossing guard, crossing guard Jim. Um, yeah, good job, Jim. Uh, good job, Jim. The, the moms <laughs> job, are Jim. the moms are very into Jim. Um, they and, are, and uh, it's totally the haircut. Says Nora. So funny. Uh, so funny. Haley, is it the haircut? <laughs> What's your analysis? Why are the moms into Jim? Uh, I think he does look taller with the haircut. Oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> I think the model just got taller when they changed things. So him he being taller like is the appealing like thing, but years. he's not actually taller. It's the haircut. Is that what like? Yeah. I- you're saying you there's nothing. a lot with proper styling. You're saying there's so, nothing to be. There's nothing appealing about Jim except for the him being tall <laughs> is what you're saying. Well, to some, he's probably appealing. To he's some, he's not my not, type. Not but to you, okay. <laughs> he's not my type, but like I could see the appeal. He's tall and blonde, okay. and he's like crossing. He's helping the kids. You know, yeah. the moms are all like, oh. "Yeah, okay." Yeah. I don't know, Sarah. Would you agree with uh, Nora about Jim's appeal? I don't have a comment about Jib's attractiveness. I really <laughs> this don't. is the wrong crew I, for that. Okay, uh, yeah, it's the wrong crew. For that. I don't think we I could assemble a crew on really our site. That better would. hold hands, Dylan, if they cross the street. And I can't tell if they're guy girl. Like I can't tell if they're both same gender or not. Yeah, yeah, drug. Um, I'm surprised the show has kid models. I guess we saw there's a baby last season. Yeah, um, yeah. They, I was they appear every so often. At first, I was like, "Is that the maiden at the end?" Because she doesn't really look like a super old woman. Like, of course, the show can't really do really old women. Right. So I was like, "Is this is this like a middle aged person?" Right. No, and then we it zoom in. It's like, eh, kinda. Okay. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> She's a hot eighty year old. And then they made her arms shake a load, so then you were like, oh. oh okay. It sounded awful coming out of my mouth now that I've said that. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't going to comment on it. Um, the, 
Uh, yes, I like that scene. I think it's just that he's a he's a young guy helping kids. That's attractive to. He's a, he looks yeah. like a surfer dude, but that oh god, like, he does became a huntress. I like com- I, I do like commenting on Jim's haircut though. Okay, um, I love that it. The show so does, yeah. uh, Ruby and Yang are fighting Grim. Um, Winter and Weiss are practicing summoning, but that's like I guess a precursor to later. Um, yep. And then I, a notable scene, Ironwood is uh, like, um, we can try to jog Ozpin loose. So I'll do this by fighting you, Oscar. Yeah. And Oscar's yeah. really into it. Oscar's like, oh, yeah, some action for once. Let's go. Oscar's like, I matter now, even though he matters all the time for some reason. Um, yeah. Also, he's in the next scene. But uh, yeah, yeah, this is so this explains our our intro scene with Ironwood fighting them, right? Like this, just this yeah, training. Right. So yeah. not confirmed that Ironwood will ever turn evil. Still might, but not confirmed. No, we'll see. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, I like not like, I, I like getting this out of the way. So it's like, it's, it's, it's the, the intro isn't really spoiling anything. It's like, it's uh, up in the air now. If uh, yeah. Ironwood shadier and the episode comments on that, like is Ironwood shadier? Like maybe. And I think we end on no, cause he really is trusting Winter with something super yeah. important. Um, and anyway. he thinks he's doing the right thing. It just yeah. might not As actually be the right on. thing. Yeah. And, and I think we've talked about that, how we think he's a good person, but he might not be doing a good thing. Exactly. He, he Well-intentioned, yeah. Whether yes. that makes him a good person or not, question mark. But yeah, as, yeah. as I think basically what Weiss basically comments on. Um, Jim is training with Vine. Um, he's like... Uh, how about another? How, why don't you have extendo arms? Like, I think that's the show making fun of that. There's a lot of extendo arms character, <laughs> oh except God. it's probably not because I don't know if they're aware. But, but, no, but. I, I wish it was because Vine's like really confused that he can't just like stretch Does out it? his arms. Wait, I thought I've walked around Remnant. I thought everyone had extendo arms here. Like, mm-hmm. why don't you have extendo common. arms? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, just, it's a common trait from what we've seen in the show. Oh God. <laughs> um, Ren is training with Elm. Um, oh, uh, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized where they may have gotten the inspiration for that. The extendo health aura thing. That's like straight out of like Twilight. <laughs> what part? <laughs> just remember that story. What wait, why, 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 what part? Because you're right of laughing because I don't know where you're getting this what part, what part? Yeah. Well, okay. Let me dive Okay, back. no, no. It's not worth it. Okay. <laughs> no, the main character was Bella. She has like an ability to protect people and it's like an aura that she projects. Um, and okay. John is similar, so it could be from Twilight. Okay, Jim is uh, Bella from Twilight confirmed. Yep, oh, says Haley. Yep. Okay, yep. I, I'm happy about that. Okay, that's yep. confirmed. That's confirmed. Um, Ruby and Hair are racing slash training, um, and then we get the part where Blake is uh, leading Sleepy Yang out of bed. Where are they going? Where are they going? To train. To go train I, slash make out in the I closet. I thought they were like going to bed, so I read that. Uh, I, think, I, think I think it was the next day. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, here's another right. day. It's like, a, it's like a montage. Yeah. Um, Weiss is uh, <laughs> sleep. There they go. They're all sleepy. And then Weiss is like sleeping under his shoulder. Um, and, Blake, and Blake's like on Yang's lap. Oh, really? But then Yang like last, sleeps very on. Fading out. It's Blake sleeping on Yang's lap. Okay, I, I, I gotta go look for that. And Yang also sleeps on Ruby. So it's like, I don't know, that undermined the White Rays moment a little bit, but it's still good. Um, okay, Bumblebee check-ins. That's it for Bumblebee. So, uh, yeah. still though, again, every episode there's like at least a, a moment of Bumblebee or two. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. These are the most explicit so far, I think, almost. You think these like, really? Episode? 
Well, what about it makes it more explicit, I guess? Because casual touching is, like, not... It's, like, a harder thing to get at than actually talking about things. Like, casual touching implies that they are fine being around each other. Like, it implies a amount of trust and an amount of... of, attraction that the other person yeah like it's not like like you could have this awkward conversation about the hair and like theoretically write it off even though i do not believe that's an accurate take of the scene but like this like you don't normal people don't just like sleep like normal people don't just like go to a random person and put their head in someone's lap you know what i mean like this is like very clear like some like blake trusts yang or blake feels things towards yang and just like this this feels like the most explicit to me, even though there's not any talking involved in it. I think also because every scene that they're in together, there is some bumblebee moment. Like they're not they're never just standing next to each other, you know? It's yeah. definitely a conscious effort that whenever they're together in a scene, something is happening between them. And they're purposely being together on purpose. Yeah. Right. I certainly agree the show is has intent with showing them every episode. Um yeah, I mean I, I personally find the uh the hair comment to be like the biggest moment um but i that was that was big i think this This, i think think there's an argument for this too for sure like uh, i think that's the biggest moment i agree i'm saying like yeah i I said a different thing than you were saying yeah yeah um yeah they keep showing these moments so like sarah you said that you're worried that they might just already be together I'm not worried. I'm just like I think they. I think it might be like Nora and Ren, where we're just not going to see it. Like, right. not and we play. talked about this last week. That's the big fear. It's like clearly the mm-hmm. show is interested in doing Bumblebee now. I think it's like or like sh- the fact that they're like th- they're like they're a thing. Like they either yeah. will be a thing or already a thing. But I think they're already a thing. At this but point. is it is it like a major storyline that the show will explore and like show them actually getting together romantically, or show even if even if we skip them getting together, which. I think would be kind of terrible. Um, but even if we did that, we could show them dating. Like you have an episode where a B plot is that like, or is it going to be like Nora and Ren where they're just like together, but we don't comment on it at all. And it's just I, like these little background scenes. I think it's possible that we could have a thing where they're like, I, I, I don't know the right words to say it, but like they could be together right now, but they don't have the words to say it. And like, maybe they're just like, wow, we are like girlfriends right now. And they don't like, they haven't like said that yet even though they are clearly from an outsider's perspective, hey, you two are like totally dating right now, even if you don't realize it. Yeah, so if you're going to take it straight as like the show not doing anything off screen, um, then I yeah. think the the best reason why they wouldn't have been together by now, because like, you know, they have held hands at the end of the last episode. They're clearly like, they've at this point, they're clearly like know that each other's into each other. Yeah. Um, like that roadblock is gone. The, I felt like before this episode, the biggest roadblock was like that they just didn't have time. Like things were moving very fast. But this episode in this three minutes, like in the beginning episode is a lot of time that like a lot of time passes of them not doing anything major plot wise. So they could, they had time here and it still didn't yeah. happen. So I and think. Iron, like, yeah. And Ironwood implies they have time off. Too. Ironwood literally says you can do what you want with your free time. Doesn't show yeah. Bumblebee date. Um, so I think what Sarah's saying and like, are you, this is like kind of like a trope of like, um, girls who uh, are like obviously together from all of people outside people's perspective, but they just don't realize it themselves, or like they're like, oh, we're yeah. like everyone thinks they're dating, we're like, oh, I don't even they're know if they downtown. like me. Like, there's like they're they're like uh, uh, oblivious uh, that they're into each other. So I that would be a thing, I guess they could be doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm getting certain- bored. So. I'm certainly worried no. that the show is going to ignore and rend them. But I, I think if I had to guess, I think we're we're working up to a big moment, Bumblebee moment. Because it's, it's, the show so. never does anything as consistently as we've shown Bumblebee this season. I like, would the show is okay. so unfocused. Like, this is 
such clear intent and but, i worry that it's like fan baiting because they're like okay bumblebee's yeah. popular we're gonna do but they also did hire like a queer female writer like I, I i'm i i think we're leading up to something here i just hope I, soon i hope it doesn't go until like the finale you know because that yes, would be yeah. really frustrating right. and that and it, I, on, at this point i would take it if we just did a finale kiss but um I would it obviously would prefer next week or the week after we do some, I, mm-hmm. some moment with them. Yeah, I'm honestly okay if they don't kiss till the finale. If they actually like go on a date before then, or like try to go on a date. Yeah, and it's, it doesn't need to be a kiss, but a or big romantic moment. Other. Like have a significant. Yeah. I wouldn't describe anything. The closest is the hair comp- com- yeah. compliment, but there hasn't been anything significant with the two of them yet. It's like, like some big moment yeah. with the two. Like I would love if like next episode they're like they're trying to plan a date and it gets interrupted by mm-hmm. plot or something. Yeah, that's, that, that's the best the show can do, right? Is like, have yeah, a, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. My best, I mean, best the show will do for yeah. us. So, um, I think, I think it's in play. I don't know. Maybe I'm too optimistic, but I, I think it's. Oh, no, I, I, I agree. I think it's I like genu- definitely... genuinely in play for next week. Yeah, like they're giving it an awful lot of screen time. Like you said, they're very consistent with it. So, I think it would be really strange if they didn't pay it off. If, if but they do this, want them to do something. Season. If they do this all season, is it like implicitly queer baiting? Even if they do get together, like it feels like really bad to me. Yeah, that's a On larger that's a larger discussion we can approach. I'm I'm very um, hesitant to label something as queer baiting, like uh, yeah, casu- uh, casually. Uh, 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 but um, I, I think it. I basically I think possibly yes. So we'll talk about uh, that. If I that think it's an interesting conversation than a, than a attack on them. Just to be clear, yeah, like, I'm we, just, can, just we can we yeah. I, I certainly will certainly talk about that if if that's what happens. Um, I get the counterpoint to them doing something with Bumblebee is uh, we don't. None of us expect R- Ruby and Weiss to ha- have like a big moment getting together, and they also have casual moments fairly frequently. Yeah. Not as frequently, but like. I think like there's there seems I, I feel I, I think a lot of us are reading a difference in the show's intent with Ruby and Weiss and Blake and Yang. Um yep. and I think that's fair, but it's also if you look at the scene by scene, I do think they're approached somewhat similarly. Blake and Yang have the big I, moment at the end of last season and the hair compliment this season would be the biggest differences. I almost think they're showing Weiss and Ruby as like a counterpoint show, like this is friendship, these two are a relationship. To be like I clear, agree. like these are different. And I think it's working, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean I'm biased. I think super biased. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> super biased. I think they're also doing it. I think they're doing what we are worried they're doing with Bumblebee with Ruby and Ruby and Weiss, but they'll actually do explicit stuff with Bumblebee if that makes sense. Like they they're just going like, to I get I, that. I think they have like some romantic intent but it's more in like a casual teasing way. Um, yeah, but which, I which think is ex- as much it's it's acceptable kind of or at least not downright unacceptable if we do get bumblebee together i just think it's hard to see that because it looks like this season is really pushing nuts and dolts a bunch like there's a couple nuts okay and we'll dolts talk about that in a second i yeah. I, I i view that more as friends than ruby and, and oh Weiss, interesting but, but yeah i mean it's it's you know they're oh, both no that was similar. like so romantic <laughs> hey we really okay. got a state wave like you're like 100%. okay we're about to get to that uh that's a big talking <laughs> point for the episode and then oh, yeah. first we have to talk about uh team funky though because I know we've uh, Haley has a lot to Where say about Team Funky. Where did they come from? <laughs> you like, don't remember them? Oh no, I remember them. Okay, I was worried you forgot but the like, most easy characters. No, no, no. They're honestly, I have a playlist on Spotify of like pump up Ruby songs when I'm really struggling to write an essay. Nice. Just turn that on because uh, it's very funky, you know. And <laughs> and one of their songs is on it. Yeah, yeah, they have a good song. Yeah. Um, what do you think of New Look Neon Cat, Haley? Uh, I don't have much memory of her before, 
but I like the new look. She looks nice. I like her hair. The little buns look fun. Um, did she have a hat before? No, I, do some good. I don't think so. I have no idea. You cannot ask so. that. I don't know. But uh, no, I, I think they, they looked fun. Um, yeah. Okay. I like her color palette. I think it was more pink in the past. I think um, so. And now it's like lighter blue, which I think works well. Yeah. Nice color memory, if accurate. Um, if I couldn't name, I couldn't name <laughs> okay. the colors. Uh, she's likes Oscar. Is she just Nora, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, Sarah, funky comments. I don't really care about them. I know a lot of people like this team. Yeah, I, I mean, they have a, they, they, I like their song. I really like the music that played with them. I really like the jazz rendition of I Burn. And like, that's really cool. But I mean... I wasn't really attached to them. I think this fight seems a little fun. It's like a little like, I think it's cool to see our characters just kind of hanging out with people they used to know. And it's, it's interesting to see the differences between the people that were at Beacon and like had to go the journey to get here and the people that just were in Atlas. Like it just, it's interesting to see that because they're clearly have aged more than this team. And I also think, and I also liked um, whatever her name is, the, the cat girl, the way she, poked at Nora and Ren. I think it's the first time we've clearly stated that Ren is Nora's boyfriend. Like I mean I keep you, forgetting you, that. Yeah, but you could <laughs> interpret that. You could say that was her interpretation, not a confirmed thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean like it feels it's, like it's weirdly it was commented on, yeah. Yeah. And I feel kind of weird about it. Um yeah. It's like why doesn't you why doesn't your boyfriend have this much uh, energy when he's with you or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Can they just be siblings? I feel like that makes more sense for them. <laughs> no, all the relationships, Haley. Come on, uh, everyone all needs to be together. That's my that's my demands. Uh, the, yeah, I didn't need to see Team Funky. I mean, they're fine, but like, come yeah. on, why, why can't we just extend the Bumblebee scene or the White Rose scene by um, yeah. instead of doing and, this? And why couldn't this be Funky first Team Ruby? Like, why did that be? Yeah, it was Team Orange. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, is that? The I, I like you said Team Orange. You sounded so mad about it. Orange. I am mad about it. <laughs> That's accurate. Orange, as we all know, Team Orange consists of Oscar, Ren, Nora, and Jim, as it has always Thank been. You. Yeah, Thank um, you. Can't Jim. you can't forget Jim. Jim is in there. He's not the leader anymore. Oscar's the leader now, but Jim is part Apparently. of Team Orange. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, who cares about either of them? Who, who do we, <laughs> the age-old question? Who do we uh, care about less, Jim or Oscar? Um, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna have this discussion. Okay. Right now. Okay. Next. Okay. That's the first part of the episode. It's fun. Uh, yeah. Sarah, was there anything th- that you particularly liked from the first part? Since we're trying I mean, to I highlight, I think like every moment is fun. Like even yeah. though we talked about Funky being like. I wish they're fighting Team Ruby. Like, I still thought that was a fun part of the episode. Like, it was fun mm-hmm. to see them doing that, and it was fun seeing characters just fight and kind of have fun with it. And I think this whole episode, this part of the episode, is good. I, but I think that the most egregious part is Ironwood's talk over. It's like, like his, him talking over everything. Like, why couldn't this be, this be like just Penny, like happily talking about how she's finally back with her friends again or something? That'd like, be good. Yeah. Like Ironwood just seems like the most not. It, it feels like the most um what's the, um what's the word i'm looking for like clinical like most just like separated from the character's voice we could have chosen this show does this with crow all the time now it's yeah. ironwood 
But at least Crow, like, now has some amount of attachment to these characters. So, like, he's even closer. He, they pick someone further than, than Crow. Iron Man just sounds clinical, too. That's, a good, that's yeah. a good description of him, yeah. I wonder if that's to set up, like, something that's going to happen, you know, where it's like, he's training them, and then it turns out, oh, he trained us, but to do this terrible thing. I mean, I think that's what they're... That's no, a classic. Not, that's a classic. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> right. yeah but I don't think that, that, that's... I don't think that makes this good, like him be the one to do this voiceover. But it might be why they did it. Yeah. It was it was a very Ruby move. Okay. Next next part. Uh we have the Robin Hill stuff. So Penny, Ruby, Crow, and Clover on a long supply run. Um Penny and Ruby are talking. Penny is um excited to be working with Ruby in a professional capacity. Uh <laughs> as friend as friends. <laughs> As friends. Right. Yeah. Just gal pals. Penny doesn't have uh, time for friends. Ruby's like, what about friends? Uh, Ironwood says, I have no time for friends. And then Penny's like, is this normal? Um, and Ruby's like, that's super normal. Um, like her, whatever she said. So I, I, I like that as furthering the new, the normal type theme. Um, your, t- your title for the episode. <laughs> yeah. No, well, they, they say it in the first part. It's not, you know. I know. They, 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 I, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, make a new sk- title scheming. Obviously, you have to say the title in the, okay. the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. At the very least, Sparks is, like, not as horrible as some of the other titles. If you want to, the thing with Sparks is you could interpret it as Bumblebee as well. Um, yeah, so no, I, like really, that, I think there's that, a lot of relationship Sparks in this episode. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them. So I, th- so I think that's what, yeah. Um, I, what, what's romantic about this scene with Penny and Ruby? I honestly, I, like, I am a nuts and old shipper in addition to White Rose, but when I saw Ruby this almost, as... Uh, Sleep on the penny shoulder, okay. like at the very yeah. Beginning. Who who's which side is it romantic on? Both. I think I think Ruby is into Penny because like the when 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 Penny wakes Ruby up like in that montage scene, Ruby is so excited to talk to her. If you like go back and watch it, she's like literally no, jumping she's very up excited. I mean, I think that's for the hunt hunt uh, hunters train missions though but i don't know ruby is like ruby is actively being like her old self around penny like they're animating her in that like really animated way around her and i think that's a like not i think that's like on purpose like they're showing her just being a lot more happy in herself around penny i think it's more on ruby than penny's side i think penny doesn't understand those feelings or would be able to right now um Haley. Uh, I don't know. I, I, when she was like in a professional capacity, I was like reading into that, but that might also just be Penny being weird, um, <laughs> and overly formal, <laughs> Yeah. but I don't know. I, it was mostly the like nodding off and almost sleeping on her shoulder thing. Okay. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've never interpreted Ruby as having romantic feelings for Penny. I think it's always been. Penny's I story, didn't, but... I didn't really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, like back to back to volume one and two though, like same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the but yeah, Penny. I mean, Penny's like like had strong feelings. And my interpretation of nuts and dolts, and I think nothing has changed it on the season is that you know like Ruby loves Penny as a friend. Penny's like had intense feelings for Ruby, which she's not used to, and in, mm-hmm. it could be interpreted by us as romantic, and but she's not yeah. capable of interpreting them that way just because she can't like process it. So um, I've had less of that from Penny actually this season, like with Ruby. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen as much intensity. Um, I mean, I think that's because of Ironwood. Ironwood is told yeah, her. I think Ironwood is yeah. like is dragging her down emotionally, which is sad. Um but yeah, I don't know. I saw. Regardless, there's a cute scene with the two of them. Um, I probably going to be the screen cap. There's uh, they're smiling at each other. Is like this. This is. I will say I've complained about how you brought Penny back, but you don't do character stuff with Ruby and Penny. This is this scene is the answer. This is what I was looking for. The scenes. This is probably my favorite scene of the episode. Even though I'm not interpreting romantically, like just just seeing them interact intimately was like a absolute requirement for me of Penny coming back to the show. I'm glad they're doing this, and I hope this isn't the only one we get. 
Yeah, that uh, with the, the show, yeah, I, it tends to do things like it's short to and wants to satisfy things. Yeah, yeah. This is this is important. This is an important character relationship if Benny's back. So let's let's yeah. do multiple things. Okay, Th- this though is romantic though. We have Clover and Crow. Um, oh my god, this is so romantic. Okay, holy crap. We ready for a rant? Um, so the, we start. The, look. I would love to ship Clover and Crow, but we once again we start the scene with they're playing cards. I know, Dylan. And Clover is like, "Oh, I win again." Um, like, are you going to be okay, Dylan? You're going to die from this season. I, I, I have to, I have to work up the energy to shout about this. Like, this is. <laughs> Literally the stupidest thing the show has ever done. Like, this show is filled with incredibly stupid, th- and sometimes I mean that endearingly, because stupid can be fun. But oh, yeah. Crow as bad luck semblance was the previous stupidest thing the show has ever done, <laughs> and not in a good way. And then they bring in a good luck semblance counterpart, and they make them, like, a pairing. Um, and then they're playing cards. Oh. In this episode, they're playing cards, and the good luck guy's like, oh, I win again over the bad luck guy. Like, oh my god, shut up! Like, this is... <laughs> I'm intellectually insulted by every part of this. <laughs> Dylan, and it's so bad because they're so cute together, but it's so horrible. But the, and, and then they have the audacity to make them actually cute and a good couple. Like, this is, but they have the worst foundation. These Can you get rid of their semblances? This is... Ruby has... I swear, it has so much bad mythology, but this is one of the dumbest mythology concepts I've ever seen in any story is a guy with a bad... is inherently bad luck and here's a guy with inherently good luck. Uh-huh. I just love the idea of you the audacity of making them gay and cute together. Right, that's the worst. If they were just it was just a terrible plot line, it would just be like, okay, that's fine. Um no, but now I have to now I'm like mad about it because I wanna like I wanna like them together. But the show is doing everything in its power to to keep me away. They why do they need to play cards in the beginning? You don't need to remind us that one's a good luck and one's a bad. Oh my god. They can't help themselves. And like later in the episode, he says good luck to somebody. And I'm like, are you serious, show? Is this really what we're doing? I think they're trying to be stupid on purpose, but like like with this writing it this way, but like they don't understand that it's not, you know, your mileage may vary. For me, it's not like fun stupid. It's like infuriating stupid. Like they're just, they're just it, getting the wrong stupid across here. And, and like the worst, like you said, the worst part is like outside of the stupid, it's so good, the gay here. Like the... Like, this is, like, the perfect, like, continuation of Crow's character from last season, just being, like, completely bashful after, like, losing all its confidence last season. Like, this is so good. Yeah, that's it. You said it exactly. This is the fresh... It's frustrating because this is the perfect direction for Crow. Like, and it's just... It's in the context of this this stupidest thing ever. Okay, so just ignoring the cards part. Uh, <laughs> Crow, Crow gave up drinking, which, uh, sure... That you think that'd be Good a bigger plot point? Did that was that? Didn't, mean, so no, they, they, no, that was last season, Dylan. He, did he, he say was, that? Like, I, you didn't the thing, say it, but so. Ruby, Ruby took away his thing, like told him to stop drinking, and then and he like, didn't cool. drink again for the rest of the season. And now this is the first time, and like, now they're the first time we're commenting on it. Okay, I want to, yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch with that lens. But yeah, I, I know with the uh, at the horror, the horror episode, there's a big part of the thing with him drinking, yeah. and then then later, like, that's a big thing. Ruby's just very frustrated with that. Um, yeah, good for Crow. I think this is a bigger deal for his character than we're commenting on, so I hope we come back to this. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah? I, I don't know. I think this is enough for it. Like, I think we've kind of commented on it just because, like, he's lost his confidence, and I think part of that came from 
his drinking. Like he was confident because he just was kind of out of it all the time. And now he's back sober and back like kind of connected to the world. And he's just kind of lost there. And I think that comes across well. That he's lost now. Yeah. Like that he's lost kind of now. Like he doesn't feel as confident now that he's completely like in tune with like reality essentially. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the classic thing of like liquid courage and he's lost his courage. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and, and also he was taken down a peg by Ruby and everyone last. And he's like kind of more realized his, like, uh, his role in things. I guess. I mean, he was taken down a peg by being betrayed by Ozpin and then by like Ruby and in team like taking stuff out on him like partly deserved partly him representing stuff and then um yeah yeah and then clover's a good counterpart for him now and yeah he's like uh you should shouldn't deflect the compliment and crow is like uh, looking bashful didn't anime blush but he might as well have yeah this is my interpretation like there is like I don't, I don't want to like gal pals list, but there is like an interpretation of them as like friends, you know, like he, oh. he, he is bashful, uh, like, and that's like an appropriate reaction to, to, to them. But I, I do think the show is intending this romantically, which is shocking still for this that Crow's character is going in this direction. I'm just shocked that we actually have a male, male relationship on this show. And it's just like stunning to me how good it is, like how much I love it. I, I just can't get over that, Dylan. Like it's only been in the episode like for three episodes now. Or like I loved it since like the first second like that they interacted. I'm all for this. I'm all for all of this. I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I still don't love it, but it's not their fault. It's the semblance's fault. Yeah. Uh, this is uh so I, I'm still like maybe they'll win me over, but they could kiss and I still wouldn't like this <laughs> they could do I can't do it. Ironwood and crow, that's fine. Let's oh do my that. God, like, I just, Dylan, Dylan, now that you said kiss, I want them to have this stupid anime kiss where like Crow like has bad luck and falls over, and then Clover has good luck and falls over too, but to kiss him or something. Like catches him. Yeah. Um, that's in play. <laughs> that, that will definitely happen. <laughs> that's in play. That's so gonna happen, Dylan. Uh, yeah, and I... <laughs> oh my god, I and it's gonna happen. It. Crow's gonna say, what? Wow, I really have good luck. Like, when he falls yes. maybe, maybe, maybe I have good luck after all. Yeah, oh. it's gonna happen. I think you just quoted the show. <laughs> that's gonna happen. <laughs> we figured it out. Dylan, yep. this is so good because it's gonna happen, and I get to imagine we're, we're gonna get like a gay kiss on Ruby, and you're gonna be just furious. I, yeah, it won't exactly be Bumblebee. What's gonna happen. No, 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 we're not gonna end with Bumblebee kiss. We're gonna end up with good yeah, luck. How stupid is it gonna be if we do these two kissing and not well, Bumblebee this season? Like it's that's like very possible. <laughs> it's like very possible. But I mean, like the relationship is so good. Like I wouldn't even be mad, but I'd also be furious at the same time. Okay, um, <laughs> calm down, Dylan. Okay, we can move on. I it's... I don't know if we can ever. What if they get married and they go and like teach at a university about the somehow the metaphysics of their semblances? Oh my god, I need this. But they're both I like, need... we need to crack this code together, and oh, then they work together. They they start to do research together on semblances. They're the ones that yeah. figure out what semblances mean. Like, yeah, because they're like, <laughs> ours don't so make any stupid. sense, so we got to figure it out. Yeah, like, they, really, you haven't questioned why one of your semblances is stupid. Okay, I've had crow has, but um, okay. Here's, let's talk about Robin. Robin Hill. He also gets um, upset about becoming a bird, so like I can't yeah, trust he's his bird. judgment. He's also oh a bird. I think crow is the crow is the stupidest character. Um, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually he's genuinely he's genuinely good this season. But, um, yeah, how is he so, so good, good this season? 
Clover has taken on all his problems. At some, it's like we're we're doing like our uh, awards thing, like with it's be- and I, at some point I realized too, where I was thinking, who's the best supporting character in Ruby this year? I was like, oh, it's actually Crow. Like I think Crow is actually the best supporting character. Yeah. Ruby. So like he's my pick for, um, which uh, he's not been a good character in the past. So this uh, this show is doing very well with his, even if it's infuriating with Clover, um, with the semblance thing. Uh, okay, the the Robin Hill, so voiced by Christina V, our Ladybug. And, yep. uh, she's, uh, she's blocking their path and mostly she's just a like, little gate made out of not a lot of metal. It's a little I thought gate, that was kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think it was on purpose to not be too intimidating. They just wanted to stop the truck to talk to them. Was the, they put the gate there? I feel like they're just like, in front I, think of they the gate. I think they did. I think they did. Maybe not. They opened a door. I don't know. Yeah. No, they opened the gate. Uh, so, yes. okay, anyway, she's, she's basically, the whole thing was Robin's like, oh, why are you taking supplies, needed supplies away from Mantle uh, into the middle of nowhere? And at the end, she's like, I want to know why Amity Coliseum is suddenly so important, whatever it yes, takes. Yes, Me too, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad we're on the same page here, Robin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, and she's asking the wrong Google question. Like, we don't need to, yeah, we, we don't need to use the Coliseum, but yeah, it's, uh, the tower. Yeah. So she, um, like, and this is like, I guess, a nuanced scene because Robin is being presented as, she's like antag- antagonistic to the characters we like, but she's being presented as sympathetic because you can tell that she's working with good intentions for the people here. And then and Clover for- seems to want her to win. Um, where he was like good luck with the election i feel like that was him being like i "I can't support you but i want to that's interesting um i feel like he's being like polite like yeah same but also there's like the the, when he says good luck there's an implication there like unfortunately He could, yeah, uh, Clover's going to rig the election, right? Like, is, yeah. <laughs> if you get Clover as your campaign manager, you win, right? Like, isn't that how yeah. it works? Oh my god! Can we not so talk about Clover stupid. ever again? Okay. No, I feel like okay. Clover... Can we not talk about Clover outside of Crow ever? <laughs> no, but I think Clover's going has like secret, um, like sympathies for Robin and her crew. So he's going to betray his people. And then join the Ruby team when they realize Ironwood's not good, and then we're gonna have them together forever. Him and Crow. Okay, that I like this interpretation. I did not interpret it that way. I think that's valid. That like Clover, especially especially your scenario of like mm-hmm. Ruby like learns the tr- some truth about Ironwood and is opposing him, and then like Clover right? is the one that flips, and maybe it's his love for Crow is exactly uh, essential, <laughs> essential to him flipping to the yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's very plausible. Um, I don't, yeah, he could be, I don't know, he could be sympathetic to Robin, but he's cer- certainly like just uh, opposing her in the scene. But yeah, do you guys agree with me? Robin's like presented as, as, as a good guy, even though antagonistic to the heroes here. And also like, there's a second where like our heroes are the bad guys and then Ruby's mm-hmm. like, but wait, we're, we're doing the good thing. And, we're good. And they're like, maybe not though. I, yeah, I think so. I also, there was also an in- some interesting speculation. I saw that Robin has some, like her, they they said that there was a musical cue during the scene that that is usually used for semblances, and so they they think that she might have like a truth telling the truth type semblance because because pe- people seem to be saying like the way that Clover was talking was very like he was being very careful with his words for like some reason, and then Ruby spoke very readily about things as well. So like Clover's trained like so she is like a, tr- a truth serum. And that's why Clover and Clover's Clover's trained against it or something. Yeah. Um that would be a very stupid semblance as well. Oh Dylan, it would. But I read this and I'm like, oh that's totally something they would do. Yeah, I guess that's a good semblance for the Robin Hood characters to have yeah. them. Yeah. 
make the rich people speak the truth. Yep. Uh, and maybe yeah. that's why Schneed is like doesn't want to be. Well, we didn't really see that he doesn't want to be near her, but maybe that's an element. We'll see if, they de- if they debated or something, like yeah, that would yeah. Uh, Haley, what do you think of Robin? I like her a lot. She seems cool. Um, I like her 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 huntress crew. They seem interesting. Yeah. Um, I want to know more about that. I want to know how they can become invisible. That seems like it's probably just a tech thing, but that was neat. Um, yeah, I like that they're interested in the satellite because hopefully we'll get some answers through them. You're like satellite. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was like, Robin, <laughs> we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 excited that she's introduced because she seemed like an interesting character from the like the opening credits. Um, so I'm happy she's here and we can get going. That's such I think a it's, ruby uh, phrase to say. Like, just they're so interesting in the opening credits. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I do find it funny how like there is this like fourth plot line this season about council elections. <laughs> it just kind and of it doesn't funny. seem to matter at all yet. Yeah. No, but it's like coming up, and it seems like oh, that's the way that she can make a change is they're being elected. Yeah, and I think it was interesting that in addition to running, she's also like taking active change here, trying to stop them from taking supplies away from Mantle. Yeah, um, exactly. She's so cool. That was, I guess, unexpected. Yeah, she seems cool. We meet, we do meet her Happy Huntress crew, including Joanna and May, and then uh, also a character we care called Wulu last time, yes. um, who is uh, Fiona. Yeah, yeah, Fiona the Wulu, and uh, yes. Yeah, we we call we called that right. You guys said they were happy entrances last time. Yeah, those two characters. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I guess I, thought, I have something to say here. I don't know if you yeah. saw what I said in Discord. Yeah, go ahead. You did? Okay. Well, so Tell one of the one of the hunters. Sorry, what was that? I didn't know. He, I didn't see. No, one of the one of the How happy hunters. I think it's Discord Joanna, here. the one on the right when they like show their fronts. Looks mm-hmm. very masculine. Looks very like mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if she is some kind of like trans femme character, just because her face model and like her whole body model looks very not like the typical feminine model they use for Ruby, and that would be cool. I don't know mm-hmm. if I have anything else to say. I think there's. I will just say like I think it's very valid and very important to have like non like typically feminine trans feminine trans mass characters in media like having characters that like pass flawlessly is the gender they they want to they like identify as is kind of just erasing the fact that a lot of people are in the middle of their journey and or just aren't as lucky genetically as other people like i think this is a very important thing to show in general and that but that's if she is and also this is clearly not enough if this is a trans character like just who doesn't even have a line here but i just saw it in the background and i want to comment on it Nice. Yeah, that that would be what I would say is like, uh, I'm worried that the show is going to like the artists keep putting in representation where they can, but it's not written into the scripts. Um, same thing we talked about with Nora. She, I also noticed her, I think, previous episode when she was with Wulu, like in when oh, they were, oh, that was her with Wulu. OK, yeah, yeah. And I noticed her then. I was like that, that and that's what maybe and she, she just looked very masculine there as well. But um, I think that this confirms to me that she is some kind of like gender nonconforming character just because. It just seems it just seems like that's what they're trying to get across with the modeling they used. Yeah, I, I think that I would love for the show to explore that more. But yeah, I like that interpretation too. Um, yeah, but we could see more of the happy huntresses, and that'd be cool if it was like a very inclusive group from from yeah. Robin. I think that furthers her good look. Like I do think it's supposed to be in in the story like in the in like the original story of Robin Hood. Like 
Robin Hood's like love interest Miriam, like in a lot of the stories, she is portrayed as a trans man. Like she yeah. she cross dresses or at least gender fluid in some way. So that's not like like that is so somewhat part of the myth. Type. Yeah. Nice. OK, we won't talk about the the myth further, though, because, you know, I, th- I guess I brought up Robin Hood to start with. You did. It's my you did. But also this is relevant for like queer representation, how that. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to put up with the, the fairy tale stuff for a queer rep? Okay, I guess <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, Dylan. That, that's I my rule. I definitely get to talk about it if there's queer rep involved. Okay, fair. Okay. Um, anything else? From the, I think I think parts of this uh, standoff, I think, were slow. That would be one of my examples. Um, yeah, I was like, are we are we going to fight? I was like, I feel like it could have been better if there was more apparent tension, whereas I didn't feel that much tension in the scene, you know? Yeah, I think it's like they weren't going to fight. Yeah, I I thought it might have dragged. And they're making similar points for a fair amount of time. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do like the presentation, Robin. Okay, let's talk Weiss and Winter. Um, They're training. We saw them training earlier. And we see shockingly camaraderie between like a like a personal interpersonal scene with weiss and winter um i think they had like a, their whole conversation over tea or something in volume four five three four three four one of the seasons i don't want to revisit um and <laughs> i think it's three or maybe no four. I, think it's, I think it's one of the it's one of the traveling seasons because i think it's like a flashback we get no oh, no it's, I don't think it's, it's one of the trailers for season five it's in the trailer and then we and then it's like weiss is thinking about her sister and then we see that she's on the ship going to fail um i don't know maybe i think i might be thinking of a three volume three something but whatever with weiss and winter have established point is they've like established good stuff in the show but that's it's been a while and they winter's like compliments weiss and she says i didn't intend it that way um and weiss has grown up winter's glad weiss also distanced herself from the schnee name and um Weiss couldn't, uh, Weiss says, uh, I can't accept working for Ironwood because you should open the borders. And she says, everybody thinks what they're doing is right, but usually they're just looking out for themselves and their secrets. Um, this is a very Ruby line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, if, 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 if it stopped, if stopped before the secrets thing, then it would be a much better line, I think. Um, this is, I think that's like an interesting point, but the, when you mention secrets, it's like, okay, we're Ruby. Um, but yeah, it, and then, uh, can Winter be sure Ironwood isn't keeping secrets from her? And I guess the answer to that is like, Winter's very clued in with the, with the Winter Maiden stuff. So mm-hmm. are we on the up and up with Ironwood now? Cause she, he does seem to be trusting Winter. I, I, I'm kind of on the same page on Ironwood that I've always been that he's just, same. yeah. No change. Yeah, I think it's basically mm-hmm. no change. Yeah, like what yep. Weiss brings up that he might be sketchy and it's and our qualms are pushed down. So we're kind of back to, to, to square one with, with where we were before yeah. him. I didn't uh, distrust him before, so I don't continue to. So. Yeah, I mean, so I think I think um, I guess the fact that Ironwood was like narrating like hero stuff is like maybe like he for now he's clearly not a villain. Um, he's like on the hero side, but I still think like probably we'll have a moment when he's pretty sketchy later on yeah but, something's gonna change yeah the election will change everything um, oh my god i guess i guess something happens this episode is changes okay the winter we go okay winter maiden so here's the lo- longest stretch so first of all when weiss and winter go walk down a very long hallway and then they go downstairs and they go walk down a very another very long hallway that was a, uh, an excessive amount of time to dedicate to walking animation like yeah it's like okay here we're so oh, oh no okay we're still I walking think- Still I think walking. what they were trying to show is that most of the 
security around the Winter Maiden is all electronic. So Watts is definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, Watts is Watts is definitely getting the Winter Maiden. Yeah, yeah, that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I, I think that's an intent. It's also just they just wanted to do like a like a walk down a hallway to a secure location type movie thing. Um, yeah, dramatic. Yeah, this was I was like. This is a long haul. I first, I know, I was like, this is a long hallway. And then they just like, oh, here's another long hallway. We're still walking. Uh, that was my reaction. <laughs> oh my God. They're totally going to do that. We're going to see a walk down this hallway again. Like, if we have to watch Watts walk down this whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Why, why do you have to bring up the most depressing scenarios? Dylan, that really, <laughs> I, I, feel like I always bring up like the worst possible things, don't I? Yeah, I think so. We're, we're too cynical with the show, but it's warranted. So, whatever. <laughs> I don't think any um, of the worst possible ideas like have ever actually happened. I think so, Watts like, is I definitely stop. walking down. Yeah, just yeah. Watts will uh, power walk down the hallway. It'll be fun. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Why to uh, ride a segue down the, the hallway? Oh my god. He's I like, I saw on the cameras it's a long hallway, so I brought my skateboard here <laughs> to get it quicker. <laughs> So that'll be that. That's why I'm we prepared. saw the long hallway. He's prepared. Um, Weiss is like we have a silent scene of like Weiss watching Winter talk to the the woman in bed, um, and then Weiss and Winter after that are talking. And this is the Winter Maiden, and uh, she could pass any day now. Winter's the only person Freya is allowed to see, and um, apparently Freya means cold, is what I was told, which is. Um, yeah, I mean, we're starting. No, I don't think it's fun. Uh, we're still just the the winter. <laughs> winter is going to be the winter maiden. Uh, yeah, I, I I love how Weiss almost says it and then like just can't. Like she can't like say it. How stupid it is. The right, like they can't say winter maiden because it would show how stupid it is that the character Winter is going to become the winter yeah. maiden. But it's like don't have the stupidest mythology ever. Then and like <laughs> like just. <laughs> The show, the show is em- no. The show is embarrassed of its own yeah. mythology. You like, have to name character Summer and Winter, and and yeah, we'll just not it mention it. Like I know this is like uh, Monty original stuff, but that like just the, the characters' names. But then just don't make Winter the Winter Maiden. Then yeah. like uh, just change it. I don't know. It's too stupid. It's too stupid to comment on that we shouldn't. They're do it. like the Snow Maiden or something. Like, yeah, you know. Like you commented on it with like Vernal, and I thought that meant they learned. I thought they learned. Dylan. Yeah, no, the Vernal thing was so good. And right, does that mean we're in for another twist here? Because. Vernal, it's like, okay, obviously Vernal's gonna be, is the Fall Maiden because of her name. Um, and then that was like the most successful twist the show's ever done. She wasn't actually the Maiden. Does that mean Winter won't become the Maiden? It's too obvious. I, I think that's, I think that they're expecting us to expect that. So she's gonna actually be the Maiden. <laughs> yeah. That's right. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Also, yeah, I it's mean, Freya, not Freya, Dylan. It's F R I A. Oh. Whatever. I, I guess I wrote it down that way. Um, F-R-I-A. Yeah, Freya. Free, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the... Uh, she... Uh, we think Weiss is going to be the, the maiden eventually? Is that... Are we still on the, yeah. like, team yeah. review will be the... It makes sense. Thematically. Because if, if Winter gets to be the maiden in any capacity, when she dies, she will definitely give the powers to Weiss. Yeah. Yeah, I think the 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 whole Team Ruby will be the maidens thing is more is more of an accepted fan theory than the show's really ever presented. Um, like you know, Yang from Raven, I guess Ruby from potentially Summer if she's alive, yep. which is I think more in. Impl- I think honestly, uh, these last two episodes have given so much credence to the Summer equals Way theory because uh, <laughs> last epi- last episode we talked about Summer. Uh, yep. No reason to talk about her. No, nope, this episode. No. 
uh, we talk about maiden stuff, and winter will become the winter maiden. So you think summer will be the summer? Summer's probably the summer maiden yeah. by that logic. So summer is alive. Like I think these two episodes imply that summer is alive. Honestly, yeah, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and she's in and, and she's in way like, that she's in way that naturally follows too, right? Is this the right saying they're willing to let? Same named characters right, the f- have the same season's powers. <laughs> the fact that they're willing to do this means that Summer could absolutely be the Summer Maiden. Yeah. So. Oh. Wouldn't it be amazing if Summer was like the Spring Maiden or something? Yeah, it would be uh, <laughs> something. Uh, uh, I have, I have, uh, so I have a surprise for everyone. Oh, Delaney no. has caught up with the show. Which is like shocking to long time listeners that she's she might might actually be on the podcast again coming up. Uh, I have her thoughts on this episode. One of them is also Wait. also Summer Rose is one hundred percent the Summer Maiden because they're annoying. So she Delaney agrees. <laughs> um, Delaney's other thoughts: Bumblebee in all caps. Uh, I'm really gay for winter. Um, I'm so gay for winter in a separate message, and then also I ship Crow and Clover. So Delaney's Good. on board with <laughs> with that. Was this just now? Was what? Were these messages just now? <laughs> Before the podcast. I got oh, okay. Them. <laughs> so, the, we needed to hear those thoughts. Those were we very... <laughs> so, the, the, if you're keeping... Tr- uh, if, if you've put any credence in Delaney being on Bumblebee episodes, Delaney might be on the podcast next week. So that's a reason Bumblebee might be confirmed. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Next day, next week. Look out. Um, yeah, winter's the way. Summer, summer's way. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Uh, I'm going through my notes here. Just kidding. Uh, the <laughs> winter, Ironwood chose winter. Uh, weren't you bothered that winter that Ironwood was grooming you at first? Yes, but it seems like a privilege now to do real good. The destiny was chosen for me, but she's making it her, she's making it her own now. And Weiss says they both had, they both kind of had to carve out their own way. Um, I want to say props to the writers for this dialogue. I found this dialogue to actually be very good and poignant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I think this is written by, uh, one of the two new writers. And I think he did, uh, je- I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's like, what's the effect of the new writers? I feel like dialogue would be the biggest thing. Cause I, I that's my, been my personal critique of Miles is that the dialogue is not as strong a suit. So I, I have seen an improvement. And- so and that's like not like a mean thing to say. Like people just write different things better. Yeah, like that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's why you have more than two writers. So yeah. now we have four. <laughs> Slightly better. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Which but that made it all the more disappointing that then we go into this bad line at the end of the episode. So I don't know. It's like obsessed <laughs> with these lines, I think. I think they just obsessed with them. No, no, they it's intentional, clearly. Um yeah, I don't know. Any th- any thoughts on Winter like saying like uh, I'm choosing my own way, even though it's choosing like that. That I feel like I guess you can imply from that that she's following Ironwood to the point where she will have the power to make change in the direction she sees fit. So for now, she's following Ironwood, but I feel like from what she's saying, even if she's not planning it, push comes to shove, I think she would go against Ironwood, like what yeah. she's saying. I think it's interesting seeing Winter here because like she's essentially traded. Um, Jacques being that figure in her life to Ironwood being a figure in her life being like leading her around and I think I think it's I I think she can't voice it because it's like a confusing change because like she is just she has a different authority in her life now and but I think what she's trying to say is like I'm following I'm still like under someone's thumb but it's someone who who aligns more with the way I think 
So like, I'm not like upset about that anymore. And I think that's yeah. a valid thing to say. And I don't and think that's she's like, choosing. She's choosing that to be under yeah. them as opposed to with jocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a different thing. And I, and I do appreciate that. Cause I think I had those thoughts before and it's nice hearing from winter that she is happy with this situation. Yeah. I like the insight into winter's thinking with ironwood for sure. Um, and I think this is intriguing with, the future direction of Winter's character. Um, in terms of like who's going to be the Winter Maiden, I like, obviously, we talked about Watts breaking into the, the Maiden facility is probably a thing that's going to happen. We saw the cameras specifically highlighted this episode. So, like, definitely like Watts or Tyrion becoming the Maidens also very much in play. Yeah. Uh, no. Is that too, de- too depressing to comment that's on? That's awful. That's I mean, like, truly they, t- terrible. Watts break, Watts breaks, Watts and Tyrion break in. Like, she's not allowed to see anyone because she'll think of someone before she dies. Tyrion stabs her with the tail, and then she thinks of Tyrion before she dies, and then Tyrion's I think the it's, I think it's possible that they try to kill the Winter Maiden, and people try to defend her, and it's not Winter. And she sees yeah, one of them. Peop- other people come in, yeah. Yeah, and, and it could be. There's a lot of people in play that it could be. Yeah. Very interesting if Penny could become a Maiden. Um, you would think no, but that's, then it's like the question of consciousnesses and humanity and like, uh, I think that the, I could see the show tackling that actually. Maybe that's why we bring Penny, Penny back. That would be very interesting. Like, and then like God made versus man made. Um, yeah. I think that's yeah. beyond this. But I mean, like, I think it'd be interesting. Like, <laughs> I, I think it is true too, but I think there is something to say about like magically affirming like that she is a girl, just the fact, like, I that would be extremely affirming, yeah, yeah, because, and like, again. I, I definitely like attached to Penny's, like, because in the early season, she's like, I want to be a real girl, like, that's a thing, like, that she says at one point, like, that would be really interesting and magically affirming that she's like a person and fully, like, is a person according to this magical thing. But I'm kind of on board in the, she's in the Penny. Um, that's a whole other people. can of worms. People. Maidens and like people too, I, I think. I think it's whoever becomes the maiden in the few, coming episodes might not be the maiden at the end of the season. Because like if Tyrion became the yeah, maiden, yeah. they kill Tyrion and someone else is at the end of the season. I could, could see Penny being a, Penny being the maiden for this season, but then she like they find a way to transfer the power at the end of the season or something. Because like they have control of Penny's thoughts like by machine or something, and they can like they like <gasps> like oh we can harness the maiden her. power now. I definitely well, have to sacrifice some Penny again. I mean, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop with Penny because it was too easy to bring her back. So, like, something's going to happen with Penny. You know what? I actually really love the idea of her getting the Winter Maiden stuff just because, like, it would be affirming to her, the character. Like, she would be like, I like, because she, her struggle is that she wants confirmation that she's a real person. Like, she she's seeking that from Ruby in this episode. She's like, is this normal? Am I yes. normal thinking yes. these things? And I think from this, she'll just be like, why am I doing this? I don't want to be with Ironwood. I'm doing it because I think I have to, but I'm a full person. I can do what I want. And like, I think that might be what she gets from this. I like that. And and that, and then me can tie this into how Ironwood turns because then like, she's like, I'll do what I want instead of Ironwood. And then Ironwood like captures her and tries to harness the maiden power away from her. And that's when Ironwood becomes bad. Yeah. Um, But I would love if that is part of it, like magical stuff, affirming characters is like always really great. We talked about this once. I don't remember the context, but... I, uh, we were I, talking I, about a trans character getting the maiden powers, I think. Oh, we may, I, may have talked about that before. Okay. I, well, yeah, I think yeah. we were talking about Nora when, right after the trans discussion. Oh, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I love the magical affirmation, I think. I feel like Same. even before this, some, some other show or something. But, um, yeah, I, out of these theories, I, the Penny one's the most intriguing to me. But um, I think 
I, I I kind of don't. I, 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 the scene was so strong that I kind of do want to see what Winter does with the Winter the Winter Maiden powers. Like I kind of would like her to have the powers at some point. If she, I'm really worried though, because if she gets the powers, I'm really worried that she will die. This Anyone season. who's a maiden is dead. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she'll be dead if she gets the. If she ends up getting it. Yeah, yeah. And they could kill Winter. Um, I, I think they. I think I think what could happen is we a couple episodes from now she could just be the Winter Maiden. We don't see Freya die. And like then Winter gets in a fight and dies at some point in the season. Yeah, we might not see the transfer. I agree with that. Um Winter is Winter the most likely character to die, like of major character. I mean Tyrion, yeah. I guess, is number one. Um Okay, yeah. I think definitely if, if she becomes the maiden. It's I either mean, her it's either her. I mean Ironwood's another possibility. It, like her and yeah. Ironwood are very It also Pe- Crow is completely off the list now, somehow. Crow is yeah, somehow yeah, like fine. not even on the list. It would be so tragic at this point now that he turns his turning his life around if he died. Yeah. I think Clover's <laughs> on the list though. Uh, yeah, that would be that yeah. would be uh, uh, just my luck. Finally, when I fall in love, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too I bad, too bad, life. too bad. Your your good luck couldn't save you from this one, sweetheart. Yeah, uh, like dude, that. it's <laughs> totally gonna be that Clover is just gonna be like talking to Crow and just be like, "I love you because like everything's not perfect when I'm around you now." <laughs> Oh god, that's a really good. That's a really bad line oh, too. Like, Dylan, I, I, I'm in tune with this. I can. I, Did I you get that from a fanfic? I heard people are writing the fix already. I mean, why not? Like they're adorable together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Then the uh, Jacques broadcast, and he sees opposed Ironwood, oh. and there's uh, the embargo, and he's shut. She's shutting down non-essential Schneider's company operations. I think father may have just provided the spark that will set this kingdom on fire. And then you see people throwing trash cans on living cars. What, um, what about this was, what What about this was a spark? Like, uh, I mean, I see how this would be very disruptive. Everyone lost their jobs. He's like the biggest employer in the city. And all of a sudden he said, nobody has a job anymore. And he's using that. And he's saying it's Ironwood's fault that he has to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, which I think is stupid. Like it's a stupid plot point, but, it's what he's trying to they're trying to do yeah and i guess it's like did he intend for people to riot uh unclear i kind of think so at least he's intending for people to be against because now grim are going to show up in the city and like he just wants everyone to think ironwood's horrible and horrible at his job despite the fact that he's the one doing it like i think this is actually like a really depressing take on politics in general like robin being like the good person in politics and she can do nothing and Jacques just like waving his hand and everyone everything is horrible like I think this is just a really depressing take on politics in general. Yeah, does this further our Jacques Trump comparisons? Or yeah. Also, is there a is there an incumbent on the council? Is it Jacques? Well, see, this no. has been my question. <laughs> I think right? no. Yeah, it's very unclear. Like, what does the council consist of? Why is all this like uproar over one seat? Are there like ten seats on the council? Like, are they running for like the president seat? Or right. Something? This isn't the president's. Right? Like. No, they're just a member of the council. And I was doing some Googling because I'm really, I was like, but it's the kingdom of Atlas, mm. which you would assume there is like a monarch. Yeah. I can't find any evidence of a monarch. So, like, <laughs> like, I, it's here? very confusing what their government structure is. They yeah, have who is the king anything. or the queen? Where it are seems they? like a high stakes election for like one of seven council seats, which is yeah, what you'd right? expect, right? Like this. Yeah. Also, no one else is running in any of the, like, there's only one, there's only one vote. Like, there's no one else running for anything. Only one district. Is yeah, all, and also, and also, it seems like only one of the seven seats is up for election. There's, yeah. But then we've, we're told none of these things. And also, yeah. it seems like Jock is running against Robin, and there's yep. no incumbent. I But none of those things were told to me. I'm just implying yeah, all of those yeah. things. It's, yeah, essentially. Like, did the incumbent just die? Like, is that I what guess, happened? Yeah, I guess so. 
Maybe like, it's a life this, position, yeah. Dylan, this is the most, like, I think we've talked about this before in the show. This is the most, like, D&D plot I've ever heard of. Like, there's, like, it's so D&D. It this is a, this oh, is there's a, a council D&D. seat. I, I feel like you did a similar thing in the Ruby D&D playing with uh, the, the, the second part, which, uh, part three when is my question. Uh, but, uh yeah, <laughs> never for all three, which is never. Never? Okay. Uh, never, well, we could all be free. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. The, the whole, the whole, I feel like the whole council thing is not working yet, so we'll see. The, uh, I think the, it's just that election. we don't, here's the problem. We don't know enough about it for it to work, but I also don't want them to tell me enough for it to work. I think if they just I, said it was the prime minister or something, then it'd yeah. be like, oh, okay, so they actually have power. That would make yeah. more but sense. Account, yeah. being a part of the council like, is odd. Imagine like a PTO meeting, and it's just like, is yeah. that what they're really running for? I, the council was mentioned before. Now that I'm thinking about it, with Jacques or like responding to talk of the council, like that has been a thing before. And Ironwood's on the council, right? Like, is I guess now that he I'm thinking about Ironwood, I guess is I on thought the he's council. Just the head of the military, or is he just the head of the military? Okay, these are our questions. So, um, speculating the comments. People are going to try to tell us the answer to this, and I, I just want to say in response to your comments, no, you don't know the answer. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe Ironwood being on the council has an answer. Oh, That's no, the only no, thing that might happen. People, if they want to tell us what the answer is, you have to specifically cite specific lines. <laughs> C- cite a source or <laughs> say I th- or say I think because it's valid to say I think because, because uh, this show doesn't tell you anything. Like, we had, tell you back anything. when we were talking about auras before, people like told us so much stuff about them. We're like, no, that was never stated. Yeah, it was just could implied. Have, could have been in a world of remnant, and we don't remember. Um, yeah, what's the but you cite the world of remnant yeah cite the world of remnant okay uh there you go well we'll see we'll see what's up with the election next week is a night off after constant missions and vigorous training sessions the kids finally get a night off to relax but attending a political rally may not be the most leisurely activity we're great they had us in the first half you know like that gif um like this is exactly what i want but then they're there at a robin rally or something and it's like whatever and the screen screen cap is like ruby looking skeptical and penny looking at something too i thought she looked tired i thought ruby looked tired yeah similar emotions um yeah it's are they looking at uh blake and yang being cute i feel like ruby would be happy about it though yeah you know they're probably like we're gonna go to the rally or something and ruby's like i want to go like eat ice cream or something <laughs> yeah we, we've been misled by the screen gaps so i'm not gonna so and a night off is very promising that's exactly what i want is a night off from the show so give us the give us not the i mean they already said they're at a rally so dude i was gonna say give I, us not the election but no um, I, I okay i am i am invoking his name i think this is when we're gonna get the Tyrion versus robin at night fight like we're gonna get their rally and then Tyrion uh, can like interrupt it yeah that's possible or this like, or the next one after this. Yeah, yeah. I, I just mean like this seems like the event that it would happen yeah. at. Like he knows where Robin is and he wants to kill her. Like this is clearly a time he could choose to try to assassinate. Maybe maybe like three quarters of the episode is Bumblebee and oh, various other things. And then a quarter is they go to the rally and then something happens, cliffhanger, and then we fight next. If he comes out of the shadows with like his glowing tail again, I might just like explode. Like, yeah, okay. That's his move. He's gotta do it that. It is. And I hate it. Sarah, Sarah just couldn't make it through a podcast that talking about Tyrion and yep. his tale. Um, I can't. I can't, Dylan, because it, it, it haunts me. This this tale haunts me. Love and hate are two sides of the same coin, as they I've are. said many times. Maybe Robin will rip off the tail next episode, and then we'll oh, never have to yes. think about it again. Robin hoists the tail up, and the crowd cheers. Yeah, now that you say it, I think do think Tyrion's that 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 scene in the intros from this episode that sucks because 
Why can't we just have a Bumblebee episode? Okay, we'll see. Uh, maybe the first half will be Bumblebee, and then second half will be Tyrion. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to be going to a date, and it gets interrupted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Still, it's like... Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, there's some interesting things we talked about in this podcast, so that's... I, I Most high on the Penny Maiden thing, but there's some... We could go in interesting direction. I want to track season. your excitement through these podcasts because I think it's like the exact opposite of season six. We're here like losing excitement as we go. I am. I am losing excitement as we go. Um, yeah. If you're, you're tired of me not being hype enough for Ruby, to your listener's benefit, I'll be gone for a two to three Ruby podcasts in December. So we'll, <laughs> it's going to like get insanely good. You'll get, yeah. And then it'll be good. You'll get the opposite of me, which is Beatrice being really hype. So there, that's the. <laughs> Yeah, and and you and, and all the kisses will happen while you're gone. You're gonna come uh, back, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then and then it'll never happen again. I'm the, and yeah. then I'm I'm the bad luck semblance with Ruby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my okay. god! Don't even don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare run down the path of like figuring out our like semblance stones. What's each or of our semblances? Guys? Yeah, no, don't you no, dare. Just kidding, uh, Haley. What are your final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, I don't know. I think I don't know. It had some cute moments. Uh, and I'm excited to see what happens with Robin, although the council thing is complete nonsense, so whatever. Um, yeah, and I think Winter and Weiss had some good moments, but we shall see. We shall see what comes. Okay, we shall see. Uh, Sarah, mm-hmm. final thoughts? Uh, I'm still just on gay and trans watch for every single character, and that's all I can say, because I think we talked about everything else in this episode. That is accurate mm-hmm. for your <laughs> position on that. I know, no, this on. is what I do. This is what I am now. <laughs> this is who i've become it is um we're all on the bumblebee watch this is oh no uh, we are yeah, oh, yeah. i just find it funny like the year difference in podcasts like i'm completely on different i have different focuses now patently false you are still talking about the tale how many years has it been <laughs> you know, the, the tale's fake, but everything else inside the tale has changed the tale is just the one constant in your life just you can just always count on the tale yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's in all of our lives really like Tyrion yeah. will never go away t- oh my god they're gonna kill Tyrion this season and then they're gonna like bring him back as like a Undead Grim or something. Oh yeah, Just once we well as as we as people can't die on the show without us speculating about them being Grim. So Tyrion, well, we, we I think we at least Tyrion. one. I think I think it's a guarantee that at least one character will come back from the dead as like an evil. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we, it's still it's still Pyrrha. It's still happening. Okay, it, it's either Pyrrha Ad, or Adam. Um. Yeah, I think we mentioned we talked about this last season. I think that's depressingly a real possibility. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It I is. I think it's very real. Okay. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, that was Sparks. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff in here, uh, just not necessarily presented in the best weekly format. Shrug. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode, overlyanimated.com, youtube.com slash overlyanimated, or in our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, uh, also on the Discord, where we mentioned the year-end awards thing that's about to go into nominations internally. That's just for patrons if you're interested in that at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast nicholas aka nickelodeon and thanks as always to our patron executive producers ryan steve alex beatrice hugh michael and needle back for next week's ruby a night off i already forgot is that it i think yeah. so yeah uh, sure. okay bumblebee is happening so get ready for next week no it's <laughs> a night off from gay i thought okay. no i'm supposed to lower my expectations supposed you to, are yeah, that's right okay no bumblebee cast next week but we'll be there anyway to talk about it thanks for listening guys we will see you then bye bye, bye.